Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Raquel Brooks coming to you today from the Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I will be sharing with you a very special podcast. It is very near and dear to my heart. I am going to share with you how a very special man found salvation in the midst of ashes. In Zechariah 13:9, the Lord says, And I will bring the third part through the fire. I will refine them as silver is refined, and I will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, It is my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. In this chapter, we see that the Spirit of grace softens hearts so that they will open up and accept Christ as their Savior. I watched miraculously as God did just this on a destruction site in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. My family was always told that my great-grandmother was full-blooded Cherokee Indian. In her pictures, you can see the great resemblance of the Cherokee. She had beautiful high cheekbones, a beautiful dark complexion, and jet black hair. We were very surprised when my cousin discovered that there was no trace in our family ancestry line of her being Cherokee. In spite of all this, I feel that there has to be some truth to this story. In my heart, I have always had a love for the Cherokee Nation. My dad did as well. He also loved being in the woods. When I think of the woods, I think of my dad. He taught my brother and I so many life lessons through nature. Every year, my mom and dad would take us and our families to the Smoky Mountains for Thanksgiving. Those memories are priceless. Since my dad passed away, no one had the same desire to return. The year after my dad passed, fire engulfed those beautiful mountains. As a disaster response chaplain, I was given the opportunity to serve there. I knew God was calling me to go. I had been experiencing dreams after the passing of my dad. I was seeing owls, not just any owls, they were barred owls. In my dreams, on the side of the road, there was even a day when a client at my job asked me and a friend to come see what he had found on the side of the road. It was a barred owl, just sitting in his back seat, no cage, just sitting looking at us. It had been injured and he was trying to find help for it. I dreamed shortly after that incident that my dad told me he had sent me a sign. I was praying and asking God to help me understand what he wanted me to see. We had always visited the Cherokee, North Carolina mountains. I felt that maybe an Indian could help me understand what was happening. I prayed God would allow me to help an Indian, and then in turn, him help me. He did just that. As I arrived at our base church, we were preparing to begin the deployment. When my partner and I received our list of homes to visit, I was overjoyed. One of the homes was of a Native American jewelry maker. This was one of the last homes I got to visit that week. 
Leading up to my special story, I saw so much devastation, and I heard so many God stories of how angels had helped people off of those mountains. The first responders could not get up the mountains because of the fires. They had to depend on God to bring them down, and He did in a very supernatural ways. The day we arrived there, there were teenagers on the side of the mountain where this Native American's man's home once stood. They were finding the remains of the jewelry that he had made to sell in his jewelry store. They even found his wedding bands. He was so excited. There was a news crew interviewing the man when we arrived. I knew God had put me there and I could not wait my turn. I was so impatient. Finally, he walked over to us. He immediately began to tell us the story of what had happened in that horrific event. He said the flames looked like people running after him. They chased him and he could hear their screams. He said that his hair caught on fire. He could see his wife's car at the bottom of the mountain with the door open. He continued to run until he made it to her. They took off down the mountain running from the fire. He told me if that was anything like hell, he never wanted to go. As I was taking the story in, I felt the Lord leading me to ask him if he knew who God was. He said yes, he knew the Great Spirit. I asked him if he knew the Great Spirit's Son. He said yes, but he had never accepted Jesus into his heart. We talked about how Jesus is the only way to the Father and the only way to heaven. That day, that precious soul gave his heart to the Lord. As the excitement calmed down and we were beginning to leave, I asked if he could try to help me understand something. I began to tell him what I was experiencing. He began to explain to me he felt that my dad had a job to do in heaven and God would help me let him go when the time was right. I did not understand the words he was saying to me until recently. I continued to see these owls from time to time. I was even sent to the wrong hotel when I was at a missions conference. When I walked in this building, there was a picture of a barred owl. It had part of the scripture of Proverbs 11.30 on it, the part that says, He that winneth souls is wise. That very year, the Lord allowed me to lead 33 souls to Him. Twice in the last month I have seen owls as I was on my way to services where many souls gave their hearts to Christ in the altar calls. To some this may sound foolish, but the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 1.27, But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. I believe God speaks to us through His creation. Seek and ye shall find. God knew I needed answers. God knew my dear friend needed Him. He drew us together from two very different backgrounds. Two people with a message of hope in the midst of ashes that had once been a home. Sometimes the fires of life consume our hopes our dreams, and our plans. God tells us in Isaiah 43, 2, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, 
neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. What language do you understand? Is God trying to teach you His ways? Did those around you think you were foolish? When you put forth an effort to hear your Father speak, He will open your eyes to His plan and His roadmap that He has sketched just for you. It was on that mound of ash that Jesus met my friend that day, at his lowest point when everything material he cherished was gone. He found his most prized possession in that pile of ashes. Do you feel your life is a pile of ashes? Mistakes have weighed you down? You feel you cannot rise above that pit of despair? Lift your head. There is hope. Jesus is waiting for you to ask him into your heart and life. He wants to remove the ash of the past and clean you up. But the Bible tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Ask him to come into your life today and forgive you for your sins. Meet the giver of beauty from ashes. We are glad you have joined us today for another episode of Power of Prayer. Please join us next week. And if you have enjoyed our podcast, we would love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. Share with your friends and family. We are available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and Amazon. You may also want to visit us at www.kingdomrock.org. I would love to hear from you by emailing me personally at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Pray with us that God will continue to spread this message around the world, going into the highways and byways, And as always, we love you and we hope you have a great week.